Hi, you're listening to Screen of the Crime. I'm Tess. And I'm Maggie. And this is a podcast where we talk about true crime. And what would happen if your favorite TV and movie characters committed those crimes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. How's your day been? Um, finally over. I just had a CPR class. Mm. And, yeah, that was it. So, thrilling. Kind of relevant to the theme of this podcast, saving lives, except, well, not really The relevant. opposite the of opposite. that? I had a stress management course, so, you know, it's this podcast, so yes. we're all stressed here. We're all stressed. Oh my goodness. Well, now we're back, so. Ready to start? Yeah, what do, what case do you have? You've given me some hints, but I yeah. told you I wouldn't look up too much about it. Yeah, no Googling. Um, so I'm doing the Casey Anthony case. Yes. For episode two. So. Let's jump into it. Um, this t- case takes place in Florida, which is dear to my heart because I'm from Florida. Um, and the case, the trial happened in 2011, so I was 12 years old, which is when I started watching the news. So, wait, so you remember this happening? Oh yeah, I remember all of this. Okay, the trial and everything. I was confused because you said that it was a while ago, but like when you said a while ago, and like the case of true crime and stuff, I would think, like, 200 years ago. No, no, it's, like, early 2000s. Yeah, because it seems so familiar, but... Yeah, no, yeah. It happened, yeah, in, in 2008, and then the trial was in 2011. So I remember it, most of it, all of it, a lot of it. Okay. All right, let's start. Um, so, this is the death of Kaylee Anthony, not to be confused with Casey Anthony, because right. that's her mother. So, Kaylee Anthony was born in Orlando, Florida on August 8th, 2005. Um, Her mother's name was Casey Anthony, and she lived with Casey's parents, her grandparents, George and Cindy Anthony. So, on July 15th, 2008, Kaylee was reported missing in a 911 call made by Cindy Anthony. Um, The disappearance. According to George Anthony, Casey left the family home on June 16th, 2008, taking Kaylee with her and did not return for 31 days. Cindy Anthony asked repeatedly during the month to see Kaylee, but Casey claimed she was too busy with a work assignment in Tampa. Other times, Casey claimed Kaylee was with a nanny, who Casey said was named Zanita Zanny Fernandez Gonzalez, or at a theme park, or at the beach. It was eventually determined that Zanny did exist, but had never met Casey, Kaylee, or anyone else in the Anthony family or any of their friends. So, what's odd about this is that Zanny the nanny was claimed a lot, but the thing with Zanny is that it's, like, short for, like, Xanax, which a lot of people give, like, their children, but it could actually kill your child. Like, you shouldn't give it to your children. Yeah. Because you can kill your child with Xanax. Yeah. So, by being like, she's with Zanny the nanny, it's like, I gave my child Xanax, she's passed out or something. You know what I mean? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wait, so when she was saying that, did she, was she trying to talk about a person, or was she saying... She she was claiming that she was with the woman. So she named the name, but it just was like... But, like, Zanny is short for Xanax. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Cool. Yeah. So George and Cindy received a notice saying that Casey's car was in a tow yard. So when George picked up the car, both he and the tow yard attendant said that there was a strong smell coming from the trunk, both later stating that they believed the smell was that of a decomposing body. 
When the trunk was open, there was a trash bag in it. So no body. So no body? No body was found in the car. But what was in the bag? Trash. Oh. Yeah. It was, it was just a trash bag. A bag of trash. Yes. Versus a trash bag. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, a bag of trash. <laughs> in the 911 call made by Cindy, she said, there's some, quote, there's something wrong. I found my daughter's car today and it smells like there's been a dead body in the damn car, unquote. Both Cindy and Casey had given varied explanations to where Kaylee was before both admitting that they had not seen Kaylee in weeks. So, the two-year-old daughter had been missing for weeks. And did the... So, who knew that, though? That the daughter was missing? Yeah. Well, Kaylee supposedly... No, sorry. Casey supposedly took Kaylee with her. They left the home for 31 days. So, Cindy had not seen the child in 31 days. But... Uh, Casey admitted later that she had also not seen her daughter. So she just... So Casey claimed that Kaylee was kidnapped by the nanny on June 9th. Okay. Yeah. And stated that they had been trying to find her, but they were too frightened to alert authorities. Just stupid. And seems suspicious. Yeah. Okay. Um, It's... This is confusing, just you telling me this, because their names are all very similar. So I'm just like, okay, so... This one's the mom, this one's the other mom, and this one's the... So Cindy okay. is the mom of Casey. Casey is the mom of Kaylee. Okay. Also, Casey's full name is Casey Marie Anthony, and Kaylee's full name is Kaylee Marie Anthony, mm-hmm. which is like... Yeah. yeah. Everyone has similar names, except for Zanny, the name. Oh, also the dad's name is George, which isn't... Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Casey Anthony was charged with first-degree murder in October 2008 for the murder of her child, Kaylee. So, here's the investigation. Detective Yuri Melick of the Orange County Sheriff's Department began investigating Kaylee's disappearance. He found discrepancies in Casey's signed statement. The discrepancies included um, Zanny the nanny not, not being known by any of Casey's friends or family. So, the nanny never, like, she existed, but she never really existed, you know? She just stole the na- nanny's name. Mm-hmm. Casey also said she had been working at Universal Studios, which was a lie she was telling her parents for years. And investigators brought Casey to Universal Studios on July 16, 2008, the day after Kaylee was reported missing. They asked her to show them her office, and then she admitted she had been fired years before from Universal. Huh. So, the body was found. Oh, no. In August, a meter reader named Roy Cronk called police about a suspicious object found in the forest area near Anthony's residence. He called them three times. Um, On the first call, the police station did not reply back to him. On the second call, two officers showed up. Kronk stated he had seen a skull near a gray bag. The officers conducted a short search and stated they found nothing. But on Mm -hmm. December 11, 2008, two-year-old Kaylee's skeletal remains were found with a blanket inside a trash bag in a wooded area near the Anthony family's house. Uh-huh. So the guy with the bag that he called, so was that the same bag that the police had checked out, or was it different? So he called in the second time, saying that he seen a skull near a gray bag, but when the officers looked in the area, they didn't see anything. Okay. Hmm. But they also didn't look that hard. They, I would say, you must not have been looking that yeah. hard then. Uh, you would think if you had, like, oh, a suspicious bag, they'd be right on top of that. Yeah. But... Oh, no, man. Uh, there was duct tape found near the front of the skull around the mouth of the skull. The duct, so. <laughs> yeah. 
The duct tape being found on the body was one of the reasons medical examiners ruled her death a homicide, but her death is officially listed as death by undetermined means. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Death by undetermined means? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it might be used in some cases when you don't know. Yeah. But I mean, like, in a bag with duct tape is kind of like... Well, it was obviously a homicide, yeah. but if you're in a bag with duct tape and it's just a skull, at this point, you can't really There's not figure out how of, yeah. she died. So here's the evidence. 400 okay. pieces of evidence were presented. Here are some of them. Mm-hmm. A strand of hair was recovered from the trunk of Casey's car, which was microscopically similar to hair taken from Kaylee's hairbrush. The hair showed root banding, in which hair roots from a dark band after death which was consistent with the hair from a dead body. So she had dead Kaylee hair in her trunk. Mm. Um, Results from an um, air sampling procedure called LIBS performed in Casey's trunk showed chemical compounds consistent with a decompositional event. There's so much science, and that is really something that's interesting to me. (laughs) Like, all this stuff, it's like true crime after, like, 1990 is like is some x-files shit and then like anything before is like we'll draw the lines on the floor and just yeah have a hunch about it you know yeah uh chloroform compounds were also found in the trunk casey anthony google searches were released and she had searched neck breaking and how to make chloroform (laughs) which if that isn't suspicious oh my god there was a heart-shaped sticker found on the duct tape that covered Kaylee's mouth, which they used that to show that, like, maybe the mom killed her and, like, put the heart sticker on there, like, I'm sorry. Ew, I, I love that. you. That's so creepy. Ew. There was a lot of discrepancies with the heart-shaped sticker because during the first, first report, they found the remnants of it, like, the first science thing they did about it, but then a second one, they couldn't find evidence on it. Mm. And I don't know. It doesn't really come into play that much. It just mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. The blanket that was found at the crime scene matched that of Kaylee's bedding at her grandparents' house. It was a Winnie the Pooh blanket. It's kind of sad. Yeah. No. This whole thing, I'm like, this is awful. No. No. It's yeah. It's sad. Um, and then a photo entered into evidence was one from Ricardo Morales, an ex-boyfriend of Casey Anthony, depicting a poster that said, "Win her over with chloroform." So that's fun. <laughs> oh boy. So the trial. Yeah. The trial lasted six weeks from May to June. So that happened during my birthday. That's all I'm saying. I turned 12 during this tri- trial. Mm. Uh, okay. Jury selection began on May 9th, 2011. Because the case was so widely reported in the Orlando area, jurors were brought in from Pinellas County in Orla- to Orlando. Jury selection took longer than expected and ended May 20th the day after my birthday Hmm. the panel consisted of nine women and eight men the prosecution the prosecution sought the death penalty obviously she killed her child yeah the prosecution said that casey wished to free herself from parental responsibilities and murdered her daughter by chloroforming kaylee and then applying duct tape the duct tape would suffocate her Mm -hmm. they then said that casey left kaylee's body in the trunk of her car for a few days before disposing of it um, and they categorized Casey as a party girl. Huh. Just a question that is 
kind of dumb. Chloroform? What? Like, okay. I thought, I think, what is that? What it is knocks that? you out. Okay, so it's like in like all the movies where it's like someone has like a It's the pe- rag that they the put rag, over the mouth. It's the rag chemical? Yeah, like the, okay. does this smell like chloroform? And then you sniff it and you pass out. Okay. You know that? Okay. I don't, I've so, never heard that before. Oh, you've never? Oh. Just must have been where I come from. Florida. Um, yeah. Pretty fucked up. <laughs> uh, the defense. So the defense team, led by Jose Baez, I think I pronounced that last name wrong. No, that's how that's spelled. Okay. Countered that Kaylee had drowned accidentally in the family pool on June 16th, and that George Anthony, Casey's father, had disposed of the body. They claimed that George convinced Casey she would spend the rest of her life in prison for child neglect and then covered up the murder. That is a aggressively different yeah. defense. It oh, really is. That is, yeah. I mean, I don't know what happens. I'm waiting to see because I really don't know. But those are two very different things. And they hopefully they have evidence for any of that because they have a lot more evidence on the, the other, other side. side. Yeah. The defense said that Casey lied about this um, and other issues because of her dysfunctional upbringing, which was, uh, which Jose said included sexual abuse from her father. However, there was no evidence presented on how Kaylee died, nor evidence of Casey was being sexually abused as a child, because she wasn't. Mm. The defense uh, called every piece of evidence presented by the prosecution fantasy forensics. You know what that reminds me of? What? Uh, was it um, fake, fake facts? What is fake news? Fake news. Fake news. Alternative facts. Alternative facts. Fake news. <laughs> so, okay, at this point, I mean, she's obviously guilty, right? Yeah. Okay. Then does she get? You'll have to find out. Okay. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Okay. Witnesses. Casey did not testify. George Anthony testified that he did not sexually abuse Casey. He said he did not smell anything resembling human decomposition in Casey's car when she visited him on June 24th. But he did smell it when he picked up her car on July 5th. Mm -hmm. Cindy Anthony said that when she said that the car smelled, quote, like someone died, it was just a figure of speech. Mm -hmm. When the photo about chloroform was brought up, Ricardo said it was on his MySpace page, but he never spoke about chloroform with Casey. John Dennis Bradley, a former law enforcement officer from Canada, who developed a program to analyze data files from a desktop taken from the Anthony home, said that they recovered um, between March 17th and March 21st, 2008, that someone searched the website uh, scispot.com for chloroform Mm -hmm. 84 times. That's a... Okay. It's a lot of times. A lot of times. Yeah. Uh, A canine handler said that the dog indicated... That the dog indicated high alert of human decomposition in the trunk of Casey's car. The defendant argued that the dog's search records were just hearsay. (laughs) The canine also signaled decomposition in the backyard during July 8th. Nope, nope. July 2008. But when brought back, neither dog was able to detect it. The handler said that whatever was in the backyard was moved to the, or the odor had dissipated. As I'm going to say about this. Okay. So when I was 12. All right. So they had been searching the backyard, and it was on the news. And I remember coming home, and I was like, did they find her dead body in the backyard? 
but they hadn't because there was no body in the backyard. But mm-hmm. I distinctly remember that on the news, they were talking a lot about the body being buried in the backyard, but they couldn't find the body, and then the body was found later. But they had talked about, like, Nancy Grace went over this a lot. Yeah. That um, the body was in the backyard. Like, they buried... Kaylee in the backyard and that's like all I remember a lot from the news mm-hmm. but uh, there was like dogs outside and there was like a camera showing like the fence of the Anthony residence and they're yeah. like they're searching the backyard which they didn't find anything though so this was the dogs that happened pre because they found it in the bag yeah okay uh forensic forensic investigators testified that Kaylee was murdered and that any small amount of chloroform would kill a child so, yeah. The defense called two government witnesses that said the duct tape placement was unclear and could have shifted positions. Even though it was found on the mouth area of the skull, they said, because of the decomposition. Yeah. A second autopsy was performed by Dr. Spitz with a Z. <laughs> said that the previous uh Dr. Spitz said that the previous autopsy was shoddy. Spitz was upset that Kaylee's skull was not opened during the first autopsy, and he said that he was not comfortable ruling her death a murder. He said the duct tape was placed on the skull after decomposition because no DNA was found under it. He believed that the crime scene was staged. So this is what the defense is bringing in. That's an interesting point. Because, I mean... Staged? Yeah. Well... How would they... I guess if the duct tape was on the skull, it does kind of make sense that it would, like, you know, not be on there. Because, like, it wouldn't just go down and be on, like, the mouth area. It's like, who's to say it would stay there after that long? So yeah. I, could, I get why they think it might be staged. Yeah, well, when they first found it, it was uncertain. It would, They know the duct tape was on the front of the skull. Mm-hmm. They assumed it was in the mouth area, just because yeah. that's where you put duct tape. That's, yeah. Uh, but they were they weren't completely sure of the placement of the duct tape. They know it was it was attached to the front of the skull. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cindy Anthony testified that their family buried their pets in blankets and plastic bags using duct tape to seal the opening. I don't know why she testified with that. I guess it's a reason for the duct tape to be there. And I guess it backs up that George Anthony disposed of the body, and they just the duct tape wasn't there to cover. Kaylee's mouth it was there to close the bag mm. but still she's still kind of like yeah we definitely had a dead daughter granddaughter but the duct tape wasn't there to kill her you know yeah on June 30th a woman named Crystal Holloway a volunteer in the search for Kaylee stated that she had an affair with George Anthony she said George told her that Kaylee's death was quote an accident that snowballed out of control um however Nope. However, in cross-examination, she she admitted that George only said he believed that it was an accident and didn't actually know. Crystal said that George said, quote, I really believe that it was an accident that just went wrong in case he tried to cover it up. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. (sighs) Yeah. So they brought her in to say that George did say it was an accident. Mm-hmm. However, in cross-examination, like I said, she 
proved that he didn't actually know. He just believed that's what happened. Uh, Crystal said that George told her Casey was dead during the time that Kaylee was just missing. So when at when she asked George while Kaylee was just missing if Kaylee was dead, he said yes, which means he knew before she was the body was found that she was dead. Mm. George obviously denied the affair and said he only visited her because she was ill. The prosecution rested its case on June 15th after calling 59 witnesses for 70 different testimonies. The defense rested its case on June 30th after calling 47 witnesses for 63 different testimonies. That's a lot. It really is. The case went on for a while. Yeah. During closing statements, here's what happened. The prosecution stated in regards to the bag Kaylee was found in that, uh, quote, the bag is Kaylee's coffin, unquote. He also states, quote, no one makes an accident look like murder. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's some strong words to throw out there and just, that would be like the scene in like a movie where <laughs> the it's like, scene. the scene where they're out there and it's like, no, like no one makes an accident look like murder and then the case is won. Yeah. 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 The judge uh, stated that the drowning argument could be used for the defense, but the sexual abuse could not because of lack of evidence. Mm-hmm. The defense said that the drowning is, quote, the only explanation that makes sense, unquote. The defense worried that the jury would see Casey, Casey as a lying, no-good slut. So, on July 5th, Casey was found not guilty of first-degree murder, aggravated child abuse, and aggravated manslaughter of a child. Wait, so she was... She's not guilty. She's not guilty. How? Explain. The jury just found her not guilty. Huh. Uh, probably because of reasonable doubt, but she's found not guilty. She okay. was found guilty of four misdemeanor counts of providing false information to law enforcement officers. Mm. She was released on July 17th, 2011, which might sound like she served a couple years in prison, but she didn't because the Kate. The case, the case was on in 2011. Yeah. So she got out, like, two days later. Yeah. Um, and two of her misdemeanor convictions were overturned. This is so strange. Like, how do you have all of this evidence? Like, scientific evidence, and it's still just, like, no. Like, proof that there was a dead body in her trunk. Yeah. And that she had reason to kill her daughter, and that she had Googled stuff. I don't yeah. know. So... It really pisses me off that she was found not guilty. Like, she 100% killed her daughter. Yeah. I have no doubts. Um, The media coverage. Nancy Grace referred to Casey as the top mom. I don't know what that means, because maybe I don't know slang, but... uh, She urged the public to let the professionals, psychics, and police do their job. Is that like physics? No, it's a psychic. The case was also featured on Greta Van Susteren, Geraldo Rivera, Fox's America's Most Wa- and Fox's America's Most Wanted. Hmm. George and Cindy appeared on the Today Show as well. The trial was shown on TV and was commonly compared to the O.J. Simpson murder case because both were found not guilty. Yeah, I say both of these are like not guilty, and it's so like obvious. That obvious. They did it. When the case was shown on Nancy Grace, her audience rose. Um, more than 150%. Mm. HLN achieved the most watched hours in network history and peaked at 
$2.05 million when the verdict was reached. Yeah, people love a trial. Yeah, they really do. I mean, it's crazy. When the verdict was reached, the general public was very upset, as most should be. Yeah, for sure. Outside the courthouse, a crowd of 500 reacted with anger, chanting their disapprovals. Mm -hmm. However, Fox News argued that the verdict was fair. Of course. She obviously didn't kill her child. I would actually think, I feel like, for some reason, I feel like they would do the opposite, though. Like, I think they would, like, I don't know, that seems like something they would be, like, because Casey had, like, a tattoo and was, like, a party girl oh. and that they would, like, go against her. I mean, I feel like the Fox News would just argue with the Would just with argue the government. with the tr- Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, but the show, The Talk, you know, The Talk? Yeah. Expressed their dismay with the verdict. Yeah. Two-thirds of Americans believe that Casey Anthony probably or definitely murdered her daughter. Yeah. Women were more than twice as likely as men than to believe that she definitely killed her daughter. Interesting. You think it's interesting? So I was thinking that it might be interesting because women are like, yeah, she was like a mother and sometimes you just get fed up with your daughter and want to kill her, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But, like, as a woman, I feel that I would just be really upset that a, wo- that a child died. Yeah, no, and that that's... the mom didn't care for like thirty-one days. She didn't report anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas men are just like, not to be mean to men or anything, <laughs> are just like, oh well, and that's just how life is, you know? Yeah, I think if, yeah, no, I say that's definitely I feel like the reaction because when you were first going about this, I was like, damn, like, it's weird because like I mean we do we all we talk about is like true crime, but for some reason if a child or woman is involved, I'm like this is horrible. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's all murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, especially with kids, it's like, you're like, just so much You're like, it's it's a lot worse with kids, obviously, because they're they're a child. Yeah. But what we were discussing before we recorded was that this is extra sad because it is a kid. Yeah. But all the true crime is extra sad when someone dies. Well, yeah. Yeah. So that's the end of my research. Any questions? I think I asked most of them during it, but we'll see. I'll probably, I'll have more questions to remember things. So, now, okay. This, this was a tough one to pick something to match with because, one, I did not look up into the case because I wanted the challenge to happen right now. So I could get all the information and really try and push it in. But I had to have at least some idea because I was like, okay, I can't have something that makes no sense. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I think for this, it's good to go with something that's so crazy and so, like, not at all related in any way. Like, the only thing is, like, obviously you have characters, but, like, it's so unrelated. Yeah. Completely. And that's the original Jurassic Park. The OG Jurassic Park. Yes, the OG Jurassic Park. I think the thing that I would like to relate to most with this is the very ominous sort of murder like there's no answers yeah because she was found not guilty yeah but then it's like well what happened so yeah the sort of like aggravation with like okay the answers are aren't clear here but it's everyone's kind of thinking the same thing so yeah so let's try this out okay 
Alright. So, I don't think I'm going to be able to make as many direct character, like, connections as I did with last week with the parent trap. Yeah. Um, because there's just not as many, like, there's not a mother-daughter pair in Jurassic Park. Yeah. But there is the, um, there's the couple, the scientist couple. Actually, well, weren't they not a couple before? No, they're always a couple. They were? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, no, they were always a couple. The issue with them is the guy... I'm going to pull up the, the IMDb so I can use names. Useful. But um, the guy didn't want kids. Oh, yes. So that's like I their conflict. Now. They're not, like, trying to get together. They just... They were them. together, yes. Yeah, they're always together, but then she's like, I want kids, and then he's like, I don't like kids. Exactly. Which, you know, that's a mood, but, like... <laughs> yeah. And then um, we also have the two kids. Yes. So, Jurassic Park, I feel like, I mean, if you haven't seen it, quick summary. The scientists. <laughs> the, this is so, quick summary. This is so stupid because I feel like it's one of those movies that's like everyone kind of understands because it's referenced so much. Yeah. It's like explaining Star Wars. It's like, you just don't do that. And, yeah. But anyways, a scientist, um, he finds a mosquito that was from like kind of Jurassic dinosaur times and he finds that and it has DNA in it because it's had the like got blood from a dinosaur yes and so he gets the DNA from that mosquito and then they with science kind of remake dinosaurs and then they mix it with frog genes. yeah they mix it with fro- frog genes to fill in the gaps and then they remake dinosaurs and it's on an island um, kind of by Costa Rica, and it's Jurassic Park, and there it's a theme park. It's not open yet, but it's kind of being tested out. So, yeah. But so, okay. So, um, that scientist go. brings more science. Oh, well, a pal- pal- no, archaeologist. So, yeah, so the main guy, his name is Dr. Hammond. He is the kind of like the older guy who like runs the park. The one that doesn't want kids. No, no, he's not the one who doesn't. He oh, is he's the, the, one. the owner yeah. of the park. Got it. Yeah, and then Grant and Ellie, that's the scientist couple. So yes. Grant and Ellie, they are archaeologists. Mm-hmm. And they get called because um, they get called to go look at the park and just kind of get an idea of, like, the logistics and all that because they are archaeologists. And um, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, he's Malcolm in it. He is another one who got called. He kind of is, like... I even know what he is. He was a doctor. I know that. He's like a doctor, but I think he's he's more of like the ethics guy. Yes. There's a lot of quotes from Jurassic Park and most likely come from him because it's all about like the ethics of like kind of bringing back dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So that's like your main kids. Well, not the kids, they're adults, but that's the crew. And then you have the boy and the girl. I don't... That's what I'm going to call them. The boy and the girl? The boy and the girl. Alright. So, Okay. Now, I think for this, I'm just going to have to... Again, the scene of the crime. The scene of the crime is this. Hit me with it. One of the kids... He's a a mathematician who specializes in a branch of mathematics known as chaos theory. Oh, I remember that now. Because there's a scene where they're in one of the um, Jurassic Park cars, and he's totally... He's fl- talking about chaos theory. Yeah, he's flirting yeah. with Ellie. Because, I mean, he I think he's just flirty in nature. Yeah, But it's he's Jeff doing Goldblum. the thing where he, like, takes the water and, like, puts it on her hand, and he's like, okay, now if I do the exact same thing, it will go the same way. 
and it does things like that's chaos theory i'm like yeah i love that man okay <laughs> yeah so anyways i mm-hmm. think what would happen is to kind of fit this in instead of like you know there's like a murder people are missing as you know like jurassic park obviously goes wrong but in that time one of the kids gets killed one of the kids gets killed oh no no no, not in the movie (laughs) you scared me i was like excuse me no kids i don't know if you know this but kids never die in movies they can't well then it makes it rated r and jurassic world is rated pg-13 nope jurassic park is rated pg-13 wait kids can die in movies they can't but i know they can like because they have in some but i'm saying like i mean they shouldn't but like generally in horror movies i feel like you never see like if there's a kid or like even like with um like oh no no a kid does die die in jaws never mind oh yeah yeah because i was about to use that as an example being like oh like if there's a kid in the water i'm not gonna be worried because like they never kill off kids but jaws did jaws did well yeah just kidding my theory has been disproven that's chaos theory guys Oh my god. It's not, but... Ew. <laughs> okay, so anyways, I think one of the kids in the alternate world gets killed. And the question... And th- again, the first thought would be, oh, a dinosaur, because they're loose and all that's happening. But the thing is, it doesn't look like that. It doesn't appear to be that. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, okay, who killed him or her? I don't... I'm gonna say the little boy dies. Yeah. I like him He's less. younger. Yeah. Yeah. So the boy dies. And, yeah, so they're all like, okay, like, all the signs don't, put like, make this look like a murder of a human of another human. So then it's like, well, who did it? Exactly. Exactly. Who did do it? We'll never know. We'll never know. That's the whole point. But we can talk about the theories. And yeah. this is, I think if they had Jurassic, Jurassic Park Court, this is what would go down. Jurassic Park Court. Jurassic Park Court. Is I the think... judge like a dinosaur? Like a velociraptor? No, I think... In like a wig? I'm sorry, that'd be funny. <laughs> I think um, Jurassic Park Court would be like in that little hallway, and then the Hammond, the like doctor, he's the judge. And then everyone else is up for grabs, though, to be guilty. Because oh, like, yeah. you know, they're the ones who are out and about, but he's always there. So I think he's the only one with a real alibi. Okay. You know? Because mm-hmm. he's in the control room all the time. Are we rec- including um, the, the the scientist guy in it? Woo. Uh, I don't know. You know, BD1. Oh, BD no, I think this only involves the people who are outside. So the suspects would be um, Grant, Ellie, a.k.a. Lord Dern, who I love. I love. Oh. Mm, good um, stuff. Malcolm... And I think those are the three. Those are the three it could be. Yeah. Oh, and then the other kid, the girl. Oh. The girl is also up for grabs. Okay. Okay. So I think what we'll do for this for this episode, we're going to go through the Jurassic Park court. And each person's defense. Of why they didn't kill Of why kill they didn't them. kill the boy. All right, all right. So. And then also, there needs to be the defense of the dinosaurs that they did it okay um and that would go to one of the like random people who work there like that one guy there's like a few scenes with like some of the random workers there Mm -hmm. it's it seemed like there's not a lot of people who work there which is concerning like you only see like two people 
in the whole time. In there. the whole dinosaur park. In the whole like outdoor park. Yeah. So one of them would also be arguing that none of them killed the kid. It was a dinosaur. All right. Okay. But in that would be a weak defense though, because most likely if a dinosaur killed someone, you would know, because they wouldn't be there. They'd be, <laughs> they'd be they'd be gone. They'd be eaten. Yeah, that's true. So I think that that has a pretty weak case. So. The first defense we have is Grant, the guy, the science guy. Kind of like, he's almost the main character, I'd say. Yes, I would say he is the main character. So, for him, I think, he doesn't like kids. And that's a known fact. But would that lead him to murder? (laughs) Well, let me play prosecution here. He doesn't like kids. So, why would he want this annoying little boy... To be annoying him, you know? Yeah. I think his case is he snaps and, like, I don't think he would mean to murder him, but I think he may be, like... So it's accidental. It's an accidental thing, but then he has to cover it up because they have too much going on. So, like, George Anthony. Yeah, so he would be, like, the George... He's the accidental drowning case. The accidental drowning, yeah. So he would probably, like, maybe push him and he'd fall off a tree or something. Fall off a tree? Yeah. They both on a tree? Yeah. Okay. There's a scene. There's a there's a scene when they, it's when they're first getting attacked by the the T Rex, Mm -hmm. and they like go past where the they go into the T Rex enclosure, but there's a cliff there. Yeah, yeah. And then they're stuck in the tree. Yeah. There's a yeah, and then there's also the scene where they're feeding the dinosaurs. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so there's a lot of trees there. There's so many trees. So it would probably be like it would be set up like an accidental thing. Okay. So like. He just snapped and accidentally, like... Shoves him. Shoves him or something. Falls and dies. Got it. Yeah. So that, I think, is that situation. Next, we have Laura Dern, Ellie. She's probably the least likely, honestly, because, like... I don't know why she... I Like, there's... She loves kids, and it's like... Why would she do it? Well, I mean, I love Laura Dern. And I don't think she'd do anything wrong in her whole life. True. So I don't see any reason for her to kill the kids either. So I feel like maybe she's playing the role of Cindy. She's just, like, there. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, he's dead. Yeah. But, like, also she she loves Grant yeah, as well. Yeah, she might – she would be involved in the cover-up, I'd say. So, yeah. Or maybe they were together. So maybe it was the same thing with her, but then, like – it's the same cover-up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, sure, I think she's less likely to do it, but she would probably be involved in cover-up for Grant. Okay. And then Malcolm. This is a bit more of a complex one, because he doesn't really interact that much with the kids in the movie. No. So we don't know. But he is weird. He's weird, but he's like Jeff Goldblum, and he's like hot, you know what I mean? Oh, yes, I know. But let's think about murder. I think if anyone were to actually intentionally murder anyone, it would be him. I suppose. Because, like, okay, you have his chaos theory. And, like, maybe he's like, okay, like, let's add this to the mix and test out what happens now. So if I killed a kid, let's see, it's for science. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say that in the third Jurassic Park movie, he does have a child. He does. Yeah, it's a girl. I have not seen the, thir- the third one. I think it, I think it's the third one. Mm-hmm. 
Is there a fourth one? No, it's it's a trilogy. So I'm gonna. I think it's the third one. He it's he's in it, and he's got this little girl. She doesn't have a mother. Well, I mean, she obviously has a mother, well, yeah. but she's not in the picture. And I know that the little girl sneaks onto like a truck, and they go to Jurassic Park. Yeah, and so she's there. So I feel like in that case, like I don't, because Malcolm. Even though it's the third movie, not the first movie. Yeah. He does show love for this girl. Yeah. But, however, I do kind of like your idea of, like, the let's test out the chaos theory. Yeah, and, like, it's like, okay, everyone's, like, in danger of dinosaurs, but what if we're in danger of each other as well? Oh. Like, that kind of thing, where it's, Mm. like, he's being very, you know, just weird. Being a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think, that's my thoughts on that, whereas he would, you know, he would do it like that. Interesting. Yeah, and then the last defense of like the defense of none of them killed them and it was a dinosaur, that would that I think would be similar to like the case of Anthony where it's like all the like, it's very obvious if you're killed by a dinosaur. Yeah. And if it's not immediately obvious, then it's like, you know, then you weren't. So I think that's like the defense they would have. It would be like like it's obviously like obvious. This, Casey killed. Her daughter, because there was chloroform evidence, there was duct tape that would have shown that she suffocated, her yeah. body was disposed of, there's stuff in the trunk. Yeah. And then the dinosaur theory would be the drowning. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it just doesn't make sense. Like, if you're... If the wounds that are inflicted on you are, like, not extreme, it's like, if you're bitten by a shark, you would know it. But if you're stabbed, it's a different type of thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Like, I think that defense wouldn't be, you know, that wouldn't be a good defense. So anyways, the closing of it, the closing of the case in Jurassic Park Court. Is that everyone was found not guilty? Yes. Well, it's decided that, well, the dis- it's decided that the dinosaurs are found guilty, which kind of, they're not going to, what are they going to do, like, kill the, all the dinosaurs yeah, they're they trying to do that anyway they're trying to do that anyway so it doesn't matter but so i think that hammond would decide i think in his head he'd probably know that one of them did it but it would almost be one of those things where it's like we're already pretty fucked here yeah so like let's just not deal with this as well i think that's how it would go down like one of the, kind of just like a brush off the shoulder situations like okay Let's just, let's not. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's the best I can do, I think, for that case. It was- I know, it's it's hard. It's a stretch, but it was an interesting thing to think about. Like, because Jurassic Park, it's like, you would never think there would be a murder in Jurassic Park. Well, a murder besides a murder by the dinosaurs. Yeah, well, like, I feel like a, a, I feel like murder is, like, exclusive to humans on humans. I don't know if a dog murdered someone, you'd still say it was murder and not an accident. I don't think so. No, I disagree with you. I disagree with you. Well, <laughs> I didn't have any opinions on it. Murder implies it's humans. All right. Yeah. I, like, I disagree, but okay. Because would we'll, you call a shark we'll attack it. murder? Yeah, a shark murdered a human. What would you call it? An a accident? Sh- a shark bit a human. Or a, shark well, killed, the, or a shark killed a human. By a, a human killed a human would be murder. A shark killed a human would be murder. I just... I, it's whatever. It's fine. It's I fine. disagree greatly, but that's fine. All right. Whatever. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that. All right. Yeah. 
If you guys want to support us on Patreon, we're at Screen of the Crime on Patreon. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Screen of the Crime. And if you have any comments, you can email us at Screen of the Crime Podcast at gmail.com. I don't want to spell that out for you because that's a lot of letters. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone knows how to spell all those words. Screen. screen. Again, it's Screen of the Crime yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. No spaces. Yeah. Please. Um, we're a bunch of college kids. We don't have any money. We have a mic that we're renting daily. So it'd be really great if you could support us on Patreon. We're very poor. Thanks for listening.